Hey, this is Ramon Ray of Smart Hustle Media, and you are tuned in to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. Every year, doesn't matter what age you are, every day it counts. So once you know your direction, and this is why we've seen so many, you know, the people that we still remember to this day, the people who've left a legacy is because, you know, I talked about the whisper. They listen to that whisper. This is Dream Chasers, episode 60 with Laura Ribeiro. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm Adam Carswell and welcome to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. On Dream Chasers, we interview individuals with supernatural amounts of potential based on early success in their careers. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to the interview. Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell, and today I'm joined by Laura Ribeiro. Laura is everything, and I'm going to let her explain what I mean by she is everything here in a little bit, Uh, but I love that intro, first time saying it. Laura is everything. She is originally from Sydney, Australia. She went to University of New South Wales uh, and now lives in beautiful Sao Paulo, Brazil. Laura, thank you for being on the show. And do you have any opening remarks for my listeners? Well, I just want to say thank you so much. And I'm so excited to be on this show. You know, the title Dream Chasers just blew me away because I think, you know, it reminds you, are you chasing your dream? Are you really living out your purpose? So I was so thankful and so grateful that you invited me to the show because I know there's so much I can share with all of your audience and so excited to be here. So thank you so much. Yeah, mutual gratitude. Happy to have you on here. You know, we've been following each other now for a little bit on LinkedIn, and I see that you're doing some really cool things. That's how you first caught my attention. So um, again, before we really get into the nitty gritty of this conversation, can you tell us a little bit more about, you know, we we introduced you as Laura is everything. (laughs) So just tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, so a little bit about me. I think I'll talk about the actual journey. And the most important thing that I can share, which is so powerful, um, as Socrates said, know yourself. And as Aristotle said, knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. So I went through this journey. It's about the quantified self. And through that, I actually, you know, when you know you've got talents, and I always knew I had these talents, but I knew I, you know, going through this process of knowing more about myself, I realized that I wasn't using it to the full of my ability. So when I started showing that in terms of, you know, we, when we said everything, when I find that when you use your talents, and my talent is definitely being able to speak and being able to share and also loving people in that process. So when I started sharing with the world, I noticed so many different areas that I could give, you know, in terms of I was able to speak and do keynote speaking through that. I was able to write and share stories. Um, I'm getting two papers being published, and this is to do with technology. It's it's And also um, in terms of data science as well, which is very quite exciting. Mm-hmm. And through that, showing those talents, uh, also being invited to host a radio show. And there's a few upcoming TV series that I'm also doing as well in terms of technology, inspiration. Um, yeah, and I think one strong thing I have to say, which I'm so passionate about doing is inspiring people. You know, we all have a story to tell. And if you can inspire people, it's so strong because you can move them to action, to action as well. Yeah. And I have to ask, are you, are you familiar with the book, The Secret by Rhonda Byrne? Yes, I am. Okay. It's, it's, it's pretty powerful. <laughs> powerful yes. book. Definitely top three, maybe top two books for me. I've listened to it on Audible so many times, I can't even keep track anymore. Having you on the call and your delivery method, the way that you speak, and I'm sure also the fact that 
your Australian accent is is here. I feel like I'm listening to Rhonda Byrne, <laughs> like the secret really? talk to me right now. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I get all this different feedback all the time, especially on the accent part. I, I'm so humbled. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm starstruck right now. But we're gonna keep going. Thank you. <laughs> what? But, uh, something. Sorry. I sorry. Something I also wanted to mention. I know we talked about talents, but I really wanted to talk about this specific topic that I think it's so important to share, and it's called the whisper. Yes. And so I shared this. This was towards the end of last year. And, you know, we also, we all have different turning points in our life. So towards the end of last year, I had this burning design. And I'm like, I need to share something. I need to share something with the world. And I knew video. That was something that I was good at doing. And then I thought, okay, writing and then sharing. And so I always ask people, and this is the first post, first video that I did on LinkedIn, and it did so, so well because it spoke to so many people. And the message is, the whisper, what is calling you? Has there been something stirring inside of you to contribute to something greater, to become more of yourself? When what you do is fueled by who you are, that is so strong, you will do your life's best work. You know, the future is deep within us all and it can get so loud until we can't ignore it, you know, and it's so deep within us. So what hidden talents are you hiding from the world and your talents could make the world a better place? And those are the kind of stories that I want to share with people because it makes them, it makes them feel alive. So, yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like the whisper influenced your life. It influenced your action so with that being said, we are going to step into the next level chamber. When were you, when did you finally realize like wow, I'm I'm going to take my talents to the next level? When did I there were so many different recurring events. Uh, when I knew I had to take it to a different level was something quite personal to me, actually. Uh, so more than a bit over a year ago, my grandmother, and I just, I can't help tearing up because she meant so much to me, um, she passed away. And so when she passed away, it gave me an opportunity to speak to everyone. You know, I gave her eulogy in front of hundreds of people and it opened up my voice. Mm. And when I told a story about her life and why she was someone who's left that legacy was one, because she was giving, you know, she cared so much about people. She was so selfless and there were so many actions about her. But when I spoke, it touched so many people. And so I knew from then on, I thought, hold on, like I've got, you know, I don't want to be on my deathbed thinking I should have, I could have, if, mm-hmm. you know. So I knew I needed to continue on speaking and sharing with the world. And so that was one turning point. And then we also, I think once we start doing and showing, it's always great to hear what other people have to say. And so the overwhelming response that I got from people across the world, you know, from you know, from the United States, from Canada, from uh, the UK, across Asia as well, even the Middle East. It's, you know, in Africa, it's been so, so, so overwhelming. And it even brought me to tears because when I, I created a specific video about today, it's more and more important to be authentic. And people, I know they're craving for that because in the online space, they want 
to know that they can connect with you and you're a real person. And so that's something that I've been able to do. And so through that, saying thank you to everyone and being so touched by it, I found that people resonated with my message even more so. And that turning point of the things that they said, they specifically, oh, I'm so impressed by watching all of your stuff. Your stuff is so superb and keep posting, Laura, because it helps people like me. Um, I'm so privileged to be connected with you. And so, so many compliments, so much uh, comments, and it's been... Uh, yeah. You know, even some funny comments as well. I mean, there was a specific one I can just remember. He said, Laura, you're so stylish, radiant, and excellent storyteller. I ran into the kitchen for Oreos and milk to sit and watch. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you know, you hear all these different things and even about leadership as well, like building leadership skills. It's a constant improvement goal um, of this person that was watching and he said and he's learning so much from all intelligent leaders and also just with the stuff that I put out um, and he's just been quite thankful so when you know it's sometimes you have that feeling inside about what you want to do but it's also good to listen to what other people you know what they're receiving and you know positive feedback like that that is like the fuel to keep going yeah. and to know what you're doing is making a difference. I think that has been the biggest thing for me, that um, it's more than me as a person. It's more than what I, what my desires are. It's actually making a difference. Yeah, and I'm thinking now because, again, observing your interaction with the videos and your followers, you're sort of on an exponentially fast growth track, at least right now, for the people that, that you're inspiring, this is just a question really from me to you too, because I, I see my life kind of heading in the same direction where I want to be able to impact and touch as many lives as possible. And I think that's, for the most part, you know, any good human nature, that's just kind of how we're wired. We want to make an impact. But once you start getting in, getting right. into that high number zone, for example, I think I saw you, you mentioned something recently where you had a million views um, or, or something like that. How do you still maintain making personal connections with people as your reach continues to grow? It's a must. For me, it's a must that I connect with people and I make it a priority as well. I, I wouldn't say it's easy. And that's and I think it's been consistent as well. And I think it's also through your posts. How I engage with them is specifically, for example, through my radio show, they can ask questions and I can answer it there. Or where I decide to do videos in response to the questions I receive, because sometimes the questions are actually quite similar. How did you get into that profession? Um, Laura, I want to get into data science. How do I do that? So most of the questions is about the how of doing things or how I was able to do it. So I think through the power of communication, if you think about it, if you post one video and you can help thousands of people with that one video, you're actually helping them in such a great way. You know? And sometimes even if you, you might have a similar message, someone else might hear it or they might share it with a friend or they might remember it and then use it again. A week, you know, it, if it's timeless messages, it can be reused again, depending on what you're going through. Yeah, and, and one thing real quick there, you caught my attention when you mentioned data science. I forgot that was that was actually probably how you first got on my radar because one of our mutual friends and someone I like to call my BFF all the time, Kate Strachny, I hope I, I was trying to yes. say her, her last name correctly. She's been on Dream Chasers. I want to say, uh, man, I don't know what episode now, probably like 
10 episodes ago. So um, we got to get this interview to Kate because I'm sure she'd be happy to hear you on here. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's wonderful. Yeah, she's she's definitely wonderful and she's doing great things. Guys, go ahead, actually, real quick. Go ahead and go back and check out Kate's episode because that was a lot of fun. She was episode 49. There we go. Got it right here. Cool. Well, Laura, another thing that I that I look at in this thought leadership space uh, and again, I think I resonate with you in the fact that this is, again, the direction that I kind of see my life heading. We start to paint this public image of who we are. And I think staying as honest and transparent and authentic, as you mentioned, as possible is really the key to keep growing that reach. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I had this example thrown my way the other day with someone like Tony Robbins, who has created this, just this insane reach. People go to him for to get their cup filled, but it's kind of like who's filling Tony Robbins' cup? Because if there is anyone filling it, it kind of has to be. Hmm, I guess it doesn't have to be kept a secret, but like if someone's filling his cup, then all of a sudden people are going to want to know who that person is and gravitate towards that person. So, with what you're doing, do you see yourself being able to be clear with your listeners or your followers? Like, hey. Um, I'm getting advice. I'm getting mentorship from this person. You know, I'm not perfect. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> just throwing that out there. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And the people you surround yourself with make such a massive, massive difference. And this is why I've been able to continue to level up because of the people I surround myself with. Every single day, and I put a post of, of what Napoleon Hill has said. So there's so many people in my life that's made such a difference through, you know, the books that I read or even some of the videos as well. You know, Gary Vee is one of them, Tony Robbins, you mentioned, Oprah. You know, so many people that sometimes we think we can get stuck, but with the amount of information that we have available, like through YouTube or social media, it's incredible the advice you can get. It's incredible. It's you can, you know, you don't even have to wait a minute or so. You can just think, okay, I'm going through this at the moment. How can mm-hmm. I overcome that? What can I read? Where can I go? It's available. And so when you have that kind of mindset of you're continually growing, but then also showing the vulnerable side to your audience in a positive, and also sometimes it's okay to be in a negative light as well in terms of this is the problem that I had and this is how I've been able to overcome it because it's huge. Because I think a part of um, the project that I'm working on as well about understanding ourselves more is once you understand yourself more, you'll understand the kind of mentors that you know can help you push you to get to where you want to go. So I think there's also different ways in terms of filling our cup. One, surrounding yourself with the right people, having the right mentors, investing in yourself. I think that's huge. It's huge. And then also knowing that you're also giving value because I think the greatest satisfaction in terms of anything in life is being able to Mm. give. And then sometimes you think, okay, well, but what do I have to give? You start with yourself. And so when I started, you know, talking about my stories, when I started with myself, I thought, okay, what can I give? Well, I can start off with giving my story. I can start off with, you know, giving my lessons to especially a lot of the younger people that I found. Um, I was mentoring a lot of graduates where the first question I would ask is, I'd love to help you, but tell me what mm-hmm. direction you want to go into. What kind of job do you want? Or what career are you looking for? Have you thought about entrepreneurship? And a majority, I'll be honest with you, a majority of them told me, although I'm not too sure, I'm just doing this for now. And then I'll see after a year or two years or so. So I kind of directed them in the path is every year, doesn't matter what age you are, every day it counts. 
So once you know your direction, and this is why we've seen so many, you know, the people that we still remember to this day, the people who've left a legacy is because, you know, I talked about the whisper. They listened to that whisper ever since they were young, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's incredible. What, what, I love I love that reference. I'm going to probably be thinking about it more as I kind of, what's the word, continue to get to, continue to know myself, continue to go deeper spiritually and listen for that whisper. How are you staying connected to that whisper with everything that you've got going on on a daily basis? Do you have like a routine or something? Yes. So I did a, as part of my academic, I was working on an academic paper about it as well. It's called Quantifying the Body and Human Experience, the Future of Individual Design. And I'm extending that into a book and also talking about that on my radio and my TV show as well, because through that, I've learned so much more about me and how it's about you start off with just with anything else say even if you had a client as well rather than saying this is what I have to offer you 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 find out okay what am I trying to solve right so in terms of your own self say you say um I it could be something your your health is important right but what aspects of your health do you want to concentrate on now so if I look at okay well I want to sleep better but how am I sleeping? What hours of the day? And so I was tracking my sleep for over 30 days and I was sleeping uh, five hours, you know, one, one week and then another week, five hours and a half, another week, six hours, seven hours, and seeing how that impacted on my, my, my mood and concentration. So how I was able to do that, I was actually logging my emotions and my mood and the activities and then using that to correlate with my sleep. It was actually quite powerful as well. And so I make it important and there's and then using studies to support, you know, my findings that everyone needs to sleep. Like there's I think the um it's around seven and a half hours is kind of the average. And so you need to be able to commit to that, you know, taking care of yourself. That's that's one single aspect, for example. Another aspect for me is understanding if you're using using the same actions and you're using the same patterns in terms of your life or the decisions that you're making, if it's the same over a year or two years, can you imagine where you're going to be later? Like if you're just Mm -hmm. doing the same thing over and over again, you're going to have the same result. But if you said, okay, well, I want to say, for example, an example, if you're doing keynote speaking just in your country, but if you wanted to do keynote speaking across the world, but, but maybe what if you didn't know that? But then through that, if you knew that your audience in terms of measuring, so I've been able to measure my audience, what they've said, where they've come from, I thought it's actually quite global. So yeah. what do I need to do to do that? But you need to do it over time and be quite consistent as well. The biggest thing I think for me is I also want to manage my emotions and my stress levels because, as you know, once you work, ugh, I've always been in, in kind of intense situations with work. I thought – how do I measure that? How do I measure my emotions? How do I measure the activities? And so it was quite funny. I was measuring all the activities I was doing for over 30 days, just carrying on my life as usual. And I found that when I was reading, my mood was so high. It was off the charts when I was running or anything to do with exercise. And then even with people, you could even do it with people. Say your goal is to say, I want to surround myself with people who are going to lift me high and I can encourage them as well. So you can actually measure your mood when you're surrounded by different people. 
And if you've got enough data, you can make the right decisions to say, okay, this is what I'm feeling when I'm with this certain person or that certain person. Is it me? Is it something that I can change? Or is it something that you know you need to level up and find new people that suit with where your vision is taking you? So when you think about all those different elements in your life, it's huge. And if you use technology to back it up to make it so much more easier, it could be something as simple as having reminders on your phone to make sure you drink, you know, two litres of water a day. It's it's simple things like that. If you work on each single problem at a time, it's it's huge. Even reading, I, reading has really changed my life. So. Well, that's that's cool. And, and and I know again, our buddy Kate, she she's all about the data, and you guys. Mm-hmm. Some really cool things with that. So I am I'm gonna stay in touch. If you ever need a guinea pig to do some kind of yes. data testing on, <laughs> I'm your guy. That would be excellent. <laughs> That'll be excellent. Because I heard a yes. I heard a great quote recently, and I actually I made a post on LinkedIn about it because I just wanted to get people's thoughts. And I actually misquoted it at first. I think I said what gets measured gets improved. And then somebody came on and quoted. They said that they basically like are like, no, Adam, you're wrong. It's it's what gets measured gets managed, I think. And that's right. And my, yeah, yeah, exactly. So my my big challenge, and I don't think there's a right or a wrong answer to it, but I, I was thinking about the concept of of time and numbers and how um, in a certain regard they are they are man-made. So, you know, how, how, how valuable it, is the data when sometimes maybe it's just simply going based on a feeling or using the binary, yes, no. And I know we're running out of getting close to running out of time here, but I did want to share that thought with you. Yes. So I, that, that's why, you know, previously we used to journal, like actually write, but you can actually store things on, on apps. And um, so that's what I do as well. So I, I can rate what my mood is, but I also write about it. Mm-hmm. And then so I can kind of match it and it can measure my sentiment. So a big thing as well, um, you know, we talked about sleep was when I have dreams, it was quite funny. I've got a lot of questions from my radio show about this last week was about dreams. Dreams are so powerful because if you have a dream, you know, are you recording that dream? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we have unconscious or conscious thoughts in our mind, but when we have those dreams, sometimes it can confirm those answers. And if we recall them and we remember them and when you measure it over time and then you look at the data in terms of what's going on in your life, it's actually quite powerful. So an example was I had a dream last night about me brushing my teeth. I know it sounds so simple. And then I thought, okay, what's going on in my life right now? And what does that mean? Like, what does that truly mean? And so when I found the meaning, it was, it was about me trying to really show my strength. And it's, and it's, it's literally true with everything that's happening in my life right now, with a lot of the projects that I'm getting involved in and all the collaboration, it's, it's huge. So once you, you kind of know that it's it's very powerful. And that's to do with measuring, about knowing yourself, knowing what's happening in your life and how you can improve. And then also I think understanding the biggest, the things that I've been looking at right now is standing on success and also happiness because it means different things for different people. Yeah. So once you can define that, then it, yeah, it just life becomes you feel so much more at ease. Yeah. All right. Well, next time I have a dream that I don't, understand okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming to you for, as, a, as a shaman or whatever <laughs> i 
I've had so many, you know, I had this one dream where there were these ladies who were pregnant and about to give birth. And I thought, what did that mean? I knew it was something profound. And it wasn't just one lady, it was two. And there was, there were, you know, it was like she was giving two. And then I was like, what did that mean? So when I woke up, wrote it down and tried to understand it. And it was about all these ideas that I had that were just waiting to <laughs> pop, you know? And it was true. That was going on in my life. That's so I thought, okay, cool. I need to use these ideas and act on it. So it's very, very important, you know, understanding what's going on in our, our, our mind as well. Yeah, definitely. That's beautiful. Okay, Laura, we have three fun questions to get to know you better here before we close this out. Are you ready? Okay, yes. <laughs> uh, first one is, what was your favorite thing about attending New South Wales University? Second question is, what is your favorite food there in Sao Paulo? And number three, what is the your most favorite project that you've ever worked on? Okay, so University of New South Wales, I think the funnest thing is when you go to university, you feel like you've achieved something. You know, you work so hard during your study and and for me what I enjoyed more was the challenging work because it was definitely quite challenging. I did econometrics and it was econometrics and finance. Mm -hmm. So I learned a lot there and it's definitely helped shaped me from a business point of view. Um, you know, when I have, whenever I'm going through business plans for clients, being able to use that knowledge. So it's quite good. And the second one, favorite food. Now I have to say hands down acai here in Sao Paulo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you like acai? I don't know if that is, that's not necessarily I do. I've had my fair share of acai bowls. I've had the acai yeah. berries and like the dark chocolate. Um, tasty, good, superfood, I believe. Uh, I'm curious. It's, it's not like a Sao Paulo thing, is it? You it's, just like to eat it there? Brazil. No. It is. What? I Yeah, because I used to eat a lot of acai back in Australia. And okay. then when I had the acai here, there's a place they have 14 different types of acai. And I've even done a video on it as well. And it's like <laughs> so rich and it's so thick and like so tasty. Yeah, it's really, really good here. The acai is really good, especially after you go, you know, after the gym or you go for a nice run and you feel like something tasty is going to give you energy back. So, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Now that I, the time that I've enjoyed it the most, now I think about it is the few times I've done hot yoga, the acai place was right next to it. It was like, perfect thing yeah. to get right after that you'll, yeah. you'll have to um send me the link to that video too so i can put it in the show notes for everyone to check out definitely definitely it's a lot of fun um and then and then the project i always think of projects is whenever your last project is always the best project right and so the last yeah. fun project that i did was definitely about the quantified self quantifying myself individual design because it's constant it's something that doesn't stop and so mm. When I was looking at uh, where my career was heading, what talents I was using, the kind of what these small adjustments I could make, that was huge because I can share it with so many more people. I think that the next two projects, which is I've actually got three, so um, the radio, I think of that as a project because I have to deliver every single week, you know, new great content mm -hmm. for everyone. Um, TV as well, so that's very exciting. It's going to be an Apple TV and Amazon Fire TV as well. And then a new project that I've got uh, to do with quantum technology. Okay. Yeah. Hey, keep me updated. Those all sound pretty fun. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> all right. Laura, what's the best way for my listeners to follow up and, and get in touch with you if they have any questions? Okay. So first of all, LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So my name on LinkedIn, it's Laura 
E dot, and I'll spell my surname is R I B E I R O on Instagram as well. So that's at the underscore J A show. They can also tune in to the radio show. So that's every Tuesdays, 4 p.m. New York time. And it's the JA show. It'll also be available on the iHeartRadio in the coming weeks as well. On YouTube, if you want to catch up on my videos, it's the JA show. Yes. Cool. Yeah. And they can also go on my website, sorry. <laughs> so that's www.lauraerivero.com. And if they want to send a message, they can do so. Just click the contact button. Yes. Perfect. All right. Plenty of ways to get in touch. Yes. I made sure that that would happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Laura, thank you once again for coming on the show. It's This has been a great conversation. Thank you so much, Adam. And I know that it's the topics that we talked about. They're so deep and so huge and it can help so many people. So I definitely agree with you. Like we could talk forever, right? Right, right. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually, I might be doing this here soon. I'm thinking about doing a like maybe once a month, a three hour or like two and a half, three hour format show similar to like Joe Rogan's just to, just to go deeper with people. So Mm -hmm. we'll see. (laughs) I know. I know people are looking for that. So yeah, it's a great offer. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's been such, it's been so great just to be able to speak to you and share all of this great information and you're doing great work. So big congratulations to you as well. Likewise. Likewise. Thank you, Laura. Guys, thank you for tuning in to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. We will catch you in the next episode. Remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level.